When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. For my friends. 77 WABC. Now sleep till. I was in Brooklyn a bunch the last couple of days. Did China New Star on Flappish Avenue. There were Aces Diner on Flappish Avenue. Drove by a couple of friends' houses. I'm right there, whatever the Marine Park Gil Hodges Bridge gets me into Brooklyn. That was the Beastie Boys, of course. At 7.06, as we start hour number two, after a tremendous hour number one, got a very nice text, in fact, from John Katsimatidis, who loved the Bill White conversation. Big hour coming up, Curtis momentarily, the great actor Tony Darrow, and then uh, in Westchester this morning, Donald Trump's daughter-in-law, Lara Trump, all coming up this hour. But we do put this time aside every weekday morning for the man who gets great ratings, noon to one, every weekday afternoon, owns the overnights on the weekends, but admittedly, I think, does his best work right here, 7.05, every weekday morning, the great Curtis Sliwa. Let Happy me, fourth, Curtis. Let me disagree with our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis, great talk show host in his own right. Yeah. You started the program. I could see you didn't want to be here this week, you and Lou and <laughs> Justin. Right. I, I'm tuning in, right? I'm in the subway. You know, I'm listening on the iPhone, on the app. Yeah. And I hear Ray Charles. You're playing the theme song of a Mark Levin show. Is that true? Yes. Nobody knows that. Who listens to Mark yeah, Levin? He gets a 2.6. You, you mailed it in. And then you always That's tell the truth. mailing it in. You always <laughs> give us the truth. You yeah. said your darling wife, Danielle. By the way, props to her. She's doing a stealth investigation of Bill de Blasio, the corrupt one, while I and Nancy are doing the topside investigation. Yes. Uh, she, you said she bought you a pair of swimming trunks. Yeah. You didn't mention that it was the rainbow striped print Speedos. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, yes. No, no, you no, didn't no, mention no, no, that. No, no, no. It was just the American flag. No, no, no. no it was not. Was, why was why you lie like that? <laughs> there are pictures of this because you wanted to show yeah. that you're gay-centric because Bill White was coming on. Yeah. In fact, Bill White even said in his interview, he goes, well, you know, I'm gay and you're straight. Little does he realize that Sid Rosenberg is going through a midlife crisis. <laughs> He's been in the hot tub with Anthony Carone in the Rockaways, the Irish Riviera. Don't lie. And you're going to an upcoming Mets game with Anthony Carone and my husband-in-law, former Governor David Patterson. That right? The true. three of you. No all women. No. All three men. All, uh, that is all true. See? I'm also going to a Met game on July 15th with Bill O'Reilly, Gabriel, and Laura Kern. You didn't mention that. But I have to tell you what happened. There was a big beach party on 135. Mm. My next-door neighbor, the hero firefighter Billy Felton, I love him, and his beautiful wife Jackie and their three kids, and my neighbor across the street, Louis Gampero, the whole block. 135 is a big deal, Curtis. They must have had 100 chairs out there on Saturday enjoying a big beach party July 4th. 
and every man wore a DILF shirt, not dad I'd like to bang, but something for freedom. And every guy wore bathing suits of the American flag. And I'm wearing like a blue bathing suit. So we had to run to the surf shop on 116th Street, and we bought a brand-new American flag bathing suit. But while I was there on 116, I saw a lot of folks that shouldn't be anywhere near a residential neighborhood. And I know that you've sent your guardian angels out there. Yep. I complained to Wiener this morning. I've complained to, uh, what is her name, Joanne Ariola. Beach 116th, we got our it's guardian a angels there. It's a mess. It's a mess. But I would tell you, at that beach extravaganza, where it was the ultimate McWhitey-Whitey fest yeah, in the Irish true. Riviera. That's true. It would have behooved the mayor, Eric Adams, to begin his I Love White People tour <laughs> by coming out there and showing solidarity after all the damage yeah. he's done I to race thought, relations. I would have thought after you sat there as you do every morning and listen, the reason why you're such a great guest, besides your own material, is that you actually listen. Most guests don't do that. Well, do. excuse me. Most of our hosts here and hostesses right. don't listen to WABC. Correct. They watch news talk TV and get all cuts from that. Who the hell cares about 52 cuts from news talk TV? This is talk radio. Agreed. It's different. 100%. So I would have thought from the first hour you would have taken out what I started at 640, which was I am not talking to the mayor again until he apologizes well, to me. Well, part two of Uh-oh. his Uh-oh. I Love White People tour was on Staten Island yesterday, the annual Travis Fourth of July parade. He used his GPS to find <laughs> Whitelandia, Staten Island. He was in the front of the parade. I show up with 50 guardian angels. I'm there every year. It's the greatest uh, Fourth of July parade, longest running in the nation. Is that right? Yeah. And I got to tell you, uh, these Republican friends of mine were glomming onto him, holding onto him. Eric, please love me. To her credit, the Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis came up to me, talked to me. Uh, Sam Pirazzola, who's the assemblyman, and the great Scott Lebedo, as you know, Lebedo. I like Scott. With the yeah. pizza, you yeah. know, the pizza. Yeah. The rest of the Republicans treated me like I was pariah. Did they not realize that I won that borough? Meantime, they're hanging on to Eric Adams, who has just disparaged white people for like the past two weeks. But you know something? I can forgive, but I can never forget, Sid. But it was a great parade yesterday. The rain held off, and a lot of Sid Rosenberg uh, fans oh, and friends. Oh, they love I'm sure. But, but, but I got to go back to one person. Yes, yes, yes. And I don't want to do this because I like them. You know, a lot of people that you don't like, I do like. And that's okay. Yes. I still love you. I defend you. Yes. Uh, but there's one person who doesn't like you but loves me, listens to this show every day. He'd be the type of guy to shun you and say hello to Eric Adams. Yes. And that's Joe Borelli. That's yes. Oh, of course. He was hanging all over him. Him and his tribe out there. Oh, Eric Adams, you're the best. You're wonderful. Get out of here. Are you kidding? He can't find Staten Island without a GPS. But let's put that aside. You sent me a little taste. And by the way, I'm going to forgive you because you actually attacked. You viciously attacked, disparaged my sport, competitive hot dog eating, of which I finished third place in Nathan's famous 1996. That's not true. That is true. Check the record book. Was I that finished. when the little Japanese guy kept winning? No, uh, no, no. no. Uh, well, Toshaki or something? No, not Toshaki. <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> <laughs> that guy won a lot before uh, Joey Chestnut did. Yamamoto, yes, General yes. Tojo. You right? actually did this thing? I did. I finished third in 96, competed until 2001. How many hot dogs did you swallow? Uh, well, actually, only 16, and I cheated. What uh, do you mean? 
I put one in my pocket, another one <laughs> under the table. Everyone has a monitor who's supposed to watch you. And I was dancing and prancing up there. Ed Maspeth uh, from Maspeth Queens Cratchy was the Maspeth oh, incinerator. Yes. He was a big deal. Right. He ate 25. Then you have uh, Mike DeVito, who is the scholar of hot dog eating. He lived in Manalapam, originally from Staten Island. He ate 20, and I ate 16. I finished third. You got to keep it down for ten minutes. They watch you. You have a little. Bump. Yeah, you can't throw up. Right. And then Bobita Hariani was our newswoman at the time. I said, Bobita, we're going over to the cyclone. She said, well, What are we going to do with the cyclone? We're going to ride the oh, cyclone. Oh no! I got to prove I'm the man. Oh man. no! Shit! I kept it down. You didn't protect our I did not upchuck. I would upchuck on the cyclone without even eating one hot dog. But now seventy six thirty one. They cheat. You see, you should have had me as an actor. You know who had me on yesterday while you were listening to WINS wins? Rudy Giuliani, because he remembers me as a champion. He said, Curtis, be honest. Are they cheating? I said, hell yes. They have super enzymes embedded into their stomach. They're like a Pac-Man, Pac-Woman. Eats all the hot dogs before uh, they go down the esophagus. It's interesting. I just don't care. What do you mean you don't care? Did you care about uh, McGuire and Slamming Sammy Sosa riding up? Okay. Did you want them banned from baseball? Absolutely. Absolutely not. And by they the save way, the sport. Speaking no. of baseball. Uh oh. Uh oh. The great jazz commentary. Regular caller into the fan, right? Yes. I told many, you. Many times he called oh, and, and, and they would cut him off. They truncated. Yeah, not How me. I, I kept him on for quite some time. I was always humbled. I'm, I, I go back with Chance calling me on the fan 25, 23 years ago. I am going to jazz commentary. I'm going to have a sit down. Why's that? Right there on Arthur Avenue, Belmont, surrounded by all the Genovese guys who at one time wanted to kill me, used to rip down the signs Giuliani for yeah, mayor yeah, because yeah. they were the 10% attack. By the way, some of them still want to kill you. Not all yeah, of them, but some of them. Some likes a little better now. <laughs> yeah. uh, because of you, actually. Because of you. Yes, but anyway, that's true. I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to say, I need a mob scholarship for Sid Rosenberg. What do you mean? By the See, way, you mentioned Chaz Palminteri about to talk about Gravesend. Even though Chaz Palminteri, of course, is known for his brilliant work in a Bronx tale, I will tell you, folks, that he plays... Cesar, Caesar, in Gravesend. He's out there with Vinny Pistori and Tony Darrow, who's calling in next. And he is great in Gravesend. Yeah. Mention Bronxdale. Slowly yeah. I turn step by step. Uh-oh. William DeFeo. Great actor. Great producer. Great director. William William DeMeo. DeMeo. Right. DeMeo. Was in Bronxdale. Yes, Analyze he was. that. Yes, First kill, Soprano. Sammy the Bull. He played Sammy the Bull in the Gotti movie. And Once Upon a Time in Brooklyn. And you sent me just a little slice. He said, enjoy the slice. And it was you and William DeMay. That's right. I po- actually, I was standing, I was leaning on a parking meter just outside of Michael's of Brooklyn Restaurant, talking about Brooklyn Nostrand Avenue and Avenue R. He pulls up in the car, comes out to talk to me. Oh, and I uh, said, at that moment, it's over. Shit, I mean, this guy is like a Hollywood Hall of Fame <laughs> guy, right? We're talking well, Oscar nomination. I, I got the white pants. I got the blue jacket. Yeah, but, yeah. You, you were his equal. <laughs> you made the scene because just like Carrie Lake said here, Girl from Iowa went on, almost became the governor of Arkansas, said they stole the election uh, from Arizona, yes. When she first saw you, she didn't know who you were. She said, oh, you look like a hitman from the mob. She actually actually signed her book when she left, Hey Sid, to my favorite New York City hitman, thank you. That's true. So Carrie Lake back in Arizona today. I'm sitting down with Chad's mom and Terry, whether (laughs) it's at his restaurant here in Manhattan, the one up in White Plains, or preferably Arthur Avenue, Belmont. 
We got to get you a mob scholarship. We got to get you into like Elise Strasberg, Stanislavski, method acting class. Look, Pacino did that. All the great actors did that. I'm telling you, Sid. All you got to do is take a sabbatical for a year. Yeah. I'll speak with John Katzmatidis. I'll say, sure. John, this will be the greatest thing for WABC. I'll hold down the morning show. Let's you sit, perfect his grab, you, you and you will be doing so many movies, you'll barely have any time to do morning radio. Well, here's more uh, ammunition for you. I got this from Armand Asante, legendary actor. Who's in the Gotti movie. Yes, in the Gotti movie. He plays a great role as the Philadelphia crime boss in Gravesend. He sent me this on Saturday morning. By the way, Sid, I know you're a legend in your radio industry, but suffice it to say, I've got my eyes out. I'd love to find something for you. If I haven't already written it, you're a wonderful actor. Stay brave, stay wild, unprovoked. Oh, yeah. Armand DeSante. I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm done. Jerry, I'm on, uh, yeah. DeSante. They all sent me nice messages. Bo Deedle, Tony Darrow. Look, when I looked at that uh, Gravesend, yeah. that guy Rocco, that guy who plays Rocco Peter Giordano. Peter you know Peter. Yeah, hell yeah. Between him and, obviously, Chuck Zito, who I know personally, yeah. would you want to meet them in a dark alley? <laughs> I would know. This is it. I'm dead. You Mom, know, I lived a great life. I'm, you know, I'm coming like to join you. a tough guy with those two guys, because you're right. Those two specifically are very, very tough scary. guys. They're scary, yeah, too. Steve, Steve Moderano, mm. he's in the Philadelphia family with uh, Armand DeSante. He owns the very popular Moderano's restaurant, Oakland Park Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale. He plays a tough guy in this, too, and he's a scary guy. Let me tell you something. Uh, you know I'm not afraid of anything. No. You put Chuck Cito <laughs> and that guy Rocco, Peter Gordy, <laughs> in an alleyway. I'm running. <laughs> I'm not fighting. I'm telling you. Oh, I, they would squeeze oh, yeah. the life out of me. So what were you more impressed with, uh, Curtis? Again, this is an amazing conversation. Yeah, yeah. Were you more impressed with my acting in Gravesend or or the text I sent to Justin Brennan, city council, last night after he called your guy, Ari Kagan, quote, a fagazi. You see what he's trying to do? He's trying to mooch you. He's trying to be, oh, I'm your very dear friend, going way back, how many years? Meantime, Justin Brennan. Is like supporter of the squad. The squad, the anti-Semites led by AOC, all-out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the socialist, who will be in Hunter's Point tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, for a town hall meeting. And guess who is going to be walking right in the middle of that beehive of negativity? You. Curtis Sleewa. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe damn right. Now that won't be like three. that won't be like dealing with Chuck Cito and Rocco. I can tell you that. I said, <laughs> socialists, come and get me. You want a piece of me? Let's do it. But you know, she holds these town hall meetings, and unlike Eric Adams, oh, I can't be insulted by white people. What do you think about the plantation? Yeah, yeah, damn slave owners. <laughs> she actually stands there and takes it from the left and yeah. the right. No, she does. She does. And, and it's entertaining. Yeah. So you know who's going to come up to the microphone. Get ready, AOC, all our crazy Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. I am going to smoke you, and it ain't going to be weed that you want to <laughs> give to every kid in the city. Well, you guys have never met before face-to-face. -face. Oh, yeah. At the oh, Puerto yeah. Rican Day Parade, oh, she sure. had a banner, you know, yeah. let's bring all Boricuas together. She probably figured this McWhitey-Whitey doesn't know, but everyone thinks I'm Puerto Rican. So I go up to shake her hand. Her and her crew ran away from me. They didn't want a photo op at that point. We're not going to be with that fascist Curtis Slewa, you know, that vigilante. <laughs> hey, AOC, hola. 
Oh, crazy Alexander Ocasio-Cortez. I'm coming for you. Guess who's coming to the town this is great. hall meeting? Now, where is this tomorrow? Uh, this is in Hunter's Point. Right, okay. Right along the edge of the East River where all the hipsters and millennials live. You know, yes. Long Island City. You know, yeah. the old Pepsi-Cola sign right there. Oh, man. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Oh, look out, baby. Woo. Look out. You see, that's great radio, right? <laughs> because we're radio. proactive. Like, you're out in the streets. You're <laughs> in the neighborhood. I'm out in the streets. We're not doing news cuts. Oh, this was on the Fox News channel. Oh, no. This was on Newsmax. I, this was on MSN. Uh, Boring yeah, yeah. radio. And let me give a high five to Rudy Giuliani. He was on the radio. I'm listening. Coming back from the Travis 4th of July parade. It didn't rain. It didn't rain out there. Proving it rained everywhere else, but not on the reddest of the red site in all of New York City. And Rudy is saying to Dr. Maria, we should get Curtis on because, you know, uh, the, the hot dog contest is over. And Joey Chestnut just went, you rang. I called up <laughs> and I broke it down to him yeah. how he cheated his way to victory again. You know what's funny about Rudy, too, is you mentioned Gravesend. And I think Tony Darrow is calling up next. Early on, I mean, the first five minutes, episode one, season two, they uh, it starts in Miami on the lamb, the character. But they go back to Brooklyn, and the beautiful Sophia Milos is in her uh, her house in Bensonhurst, the Bay Ridge. And her daughter is played by Gabriella Palminteri, Chaz's daughter. Yeah, yeah. She's wearing a Bishop Carney shirt. It's hilarious. Bishop Carney? They yeah. just closed that. That used to be our sister's of school. Course, of course. Uh, I love the girls at Bishop Carney. Me Carter. too. And, oh, God. And I was at Poly Prep, uh, same the only, thing. The only right. problem is they didn't use birth control. No. That was the problem. <laughs> you the Jewish girls I don't know here, about that. Yeah. So she's watching TV, and the guy that plays her husband on the show is a terrific guy. He's an actor named James Russo. I love the guy. And they're talking about him in, in jail, you know, in jail. And they go on to say, what a night for Rudy Giuliani. This is the TV portion yes, of the program. Yes, yes, yes. He puts away all five crime bosses all in one five. night. So that was a fictional character, Jim Russo. The family name was fictional, but we know that was real. Rudy actually did put away oh. all five bosses in one day. And there were 10% of the Italians who would never vote for him as a result. So never. There, there I am, Arthur Avenue, Rudy Giuliani's campaigning, 1992. Thank God State, Staten Island, Staten Italy came out in droves and elected Rudy Giuliani to save us. Yeah. And Arthur and Belmont, all the Genovese guys after Rudy left, they're pulling down his signs and nobody's <laughs> interfering. Yeah. Who Walks up to the Bulls and said, "You get your effing hands off those you signs!" Did. You oh did. hell yeah. yeah! It was high noon on no. Arthur Avenue, and when I sit down with Charles Palminteri to get you a mob scholarship, <laughs> like so many other great actors and actresses, I'm telling you, said, "Leave it to us. <laughs> Leave it to the supreme cuisines, the Italian stallions. You're on your way to Hollywood, the Walk of Fame. You know, William DeMeo." It's giving you that opportunity of a lifetime by appearing in the same scene with him. And he did not steal the scene from you. I'm telling you, in the words of Carrie Lake, from the heartland of America, Iowa to Arizona, you look like a hitman. You're on your way to Hollywood. Remember remember us, Sid. Remember, you know, occasionally call in, do an interview when I'm doing the morning show. Thank you very much, Sid Rosenberg. I am going to promote this till the day I die. Sid Rosenberg walking down the red carpet at the annual Academy Awards ceremony. Best supporting actor. This
This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 